connect. Searching. Now connected to You Got a Story podcast. <clears throat> Your what's up, listeners and storytellers? Sorry for the inter- interruption. Just need to jump in and say a couple things about this episode. Um, the equipment faulty on my end. Picked up some static in the very beginning for like ten minutes of that conversation. So that's gone. Uh, I start. I started it off a little bit. Some of the back noise is in there. Um, just bear with me for a couple minutes. Uh, it goes away for the rest of the episode. Go figure. <clears throat> Excuse me. You hear that a lot this episode. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, the feedback is gone. Just give it a few minutes. And, um, yeah, just to give you, uh, you know, where we're going in that conversation, like where it started. Uh, you know, we talk about that VAC stuff again. He's talking about how um, oh, my, my guest today, I mean, you guys read it. OJ's here. Uh, he talks about going about out, and that's what we picked. And the conversation is right there. He's talking about how, how um, crappy it's been uh, because of people like me who aren't getting vaxxed. And yeah, that's where this conversation picks off. Um, indulge. Yeah, uh, I probably won't be going dance because it's also just like with all of it, it's just like. Just to see somebody look, just a, 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 a person look at you in your face, no mask on, and just got the energy of like, you little bitch, why are you got that mask on? And it's just like, why you got so many face tattoos? We live different lives. <laughs> As evidence of my pull up in your shirt with clowns on it, dog. But until I'm comfortable enough to hang out with those that particular set of Dodgers fans inside and stuff, it just feels like, oh man, there's so many. Um, it's not even like different situations that I really want to be in. It's like four or five, but like those are very a lot of people. <laughs> They're characterized by a lot of breathing. So regardless of like my vac status or your vac status. We are sharing a lot of molecules on the dance floor at the shortstop, at the lash. Like, these aren't, like, we're not we're not Japanese rules where we're only going to clap on the one and the three or on the two and the four. Like, people are breathing in each other's faces pretty hard in these places last time I checked. Last really? time, in 2019, yeah, it gets pretty hot and heavy at the Motown on Monday night. <laughs> Really? Just so many particles. So, 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 so it doesn't, I mean, I, I must be honest with you, it doesn't seem like you're, you're painting the greatest picture of going out in the best of light right now. No, because of, because <laughs> of fools like you, because of people just being like, I don't want it. And then did you get your, did you get vaxxed up yet? Exactly. No. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're barely making it seem like it's, uh even not worth it to get the vaccine and just like yeah because there's enough people who are just like i'd rather i don't want i don't i would rather be right than to get these things back to where they were (laughs) Uh. i don't know why it's bonkers but that's what (laughs) it feels like to me 
that you made it sound so uh it's so it's such a line to put to, to draw in the sand like to turn it off flipping on is like that on those non-vaxxers <laughs> like the way you painted that was kind of like you and mom are diabolically the same like she started doing some some uh some very sneaky like disses she was like uh our sister our stepsister nikki she was like well she she she's got vaccine she's pregnant it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, what do you say to that as a person <laughs> at the receiving end? Like, I just, I, I, I didn't reply. I just ignored the message. I was like, I don't, I don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. Well, I, I, it's almost like y'all want, like, y'all like being in lockdown or lying to people and being like, you're going to have a or whatever you're communicating to the world. It's not that I want things to get back to normal, if that's even a possibility. It it's it, it really just seems like like uh I don't know, what do you what's your routine like? What's your life like? Like I'm slowly and I'm not even single, like I'm slowly re acclimating to the world. What what's your goal? Well, my goal. Uh, uh well I wanna I I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, the goal, the new goal is to not have the goal, right? Like, that was kind of my question to you next was, are we done with traditions? Are we done with normal? Or, like, is should we stop trying to go backwards towards normal? I think that's making us more depressed, no? That is, that would be um, an interesting question if you were happy with how things are. <laughs> <laughs> you know why do we have to see people outside <laughs> engage people without fear or consequences what if this is the perfect what if Wally had it right we all live in our own little pods get fat watch TV <laughs> yo like the, like if you rewatch that movie, bro, you'd be like, why he break them up? Like why he make that whole society crash? They were they were happy. <laughs> they were fat, they were fed, <laughs> they were distracted. <laughs> you feel me? Like what else do you want from society? You I, I, oh. I just think it's a bummer that you're not presenting a new, like a <laughs> you're not presenting a new society at all. You're you're uh it seems like you're hanging on to this 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 quarantine paradigm or, or am I wrong? Nah, not really. I mean, I just got, well, the news with me now too, is I just got approved for an apartment. So, um, that, so hopefully I get to my, my new spot and in the next few days and my job is remotely. So in and of itself, I'm kind of removed from it anyway, from this whole debacle. Mm. So it like when in terms of infect affecting me, it doesn't necessarily affect me. <laughs> Excuse me doesn't necessarily affect me on the same level so i'm i get to be the person that look that gets to watch it from the from afar and just kind of observe it and just kind of make my opinions based on that not based on my personal experience inside of it well yeah i wish everybody would all you guys have a network of who walk to the watchers and uh stay your asses home but it's <laughs> Well, you asked me. You asked me what it is it looks like, right? What does life look like for me? And it's simple. I mean, I feel I, I feel like I live a life of a prisoner with uh, privileges. So it's like I 
I get up, I go to work from my bed or I know my little office chair and maybe get some fresh air sitting in the car. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and that's pretty much it right now. I'm just stacking. Um, I, I realized I saved way a lot more money not fucking with people. Um, so that's, you know, I've been thinking about getting a cat and her dog, but then I'm, our mom keeps telling me not to. So <laughs> I don't really know. Like My life right now is very boring, but it's like I it's almost a bear hibernation style. I know eventually like we're I'm going to go back out there and it just starts over again. And hopefully, you know, how and why, though, like what what are you waiting for to get back out there? I'm waiting for it not to be I'm waiting for the general populace to not like be still hysterical about it. Right. Like it's a weird I know it's a weird timing visual, but it's like when everybody's normal again <laughs> and they're not making this a thing where it's like, oh, you're not vaxxed, you're vaxxed. OK, cool. Some of you guys have vax cards. Some of you guys have some of, some of you guys have vax cards, but didn't really earn the vax card. OK, cool. And we just kind of accept this is the reality that some people are going to do and some people aren't. And we get back to the regular. That's the regular trajectory of life. Some people do. Some people don't. Okay. (laughs) Doesn't sound like you literally said, I'm going to do nothing and see (laughs) when I can just continue to do nothing. The the, the interesting thing is that. There, it's big. You're presenting it as this thing that, like, only affects you if you get it. You're like, oh yeah, people are gonna realize that. Like, I can be a harbinger of death for somebody else, and it's fine. <laughs> wow, <laughs> went to eight very quickly, huh? From zero. Because <laughs> you're just. You're not you're not presenting anything that would one prevent you from getting the thing and two limit the outcome of you having it and not having symptoms or having it and not uh, knowing you have it and then affecting other people. You're just saying at one point I'm just gonna decide to join society again and uh, if I infect someone else with a deadly disease, well, they're just going to realize that that's just my personal choice. <laughs> ah, way to turn choices, choices on us, huh? On us. Uh, um, um, it's all a point. But first off, it's all a personal choice. Uh, mm-hmm. it's always a personal choice, but I don't know, man. I have to present it that way for, cause when I'm a narcissist, Duh. And two, and two, it only I'm only affecting me because I'm not I'm not involving anybody else. Like I get what you're yet. saying. Yet, <laughs> yet. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're speaking from one a sign of of, of self centeredness, but two, you're you just told the world on your world famous podcast. It's only a matter of time before I'm spewing these particles. <laughs> ah, it's like I have. There's no defense. Okay, look, it's just I don't want to. I don't want to be. A, I don't. I just want to live, right? And I want. I don't. 
I, I don't want to be shunned for living. And if my life doesn't involve the vaccine, I just I just want to be okay with living without a vaccination, okay? Why can't I just have that? Because you, you, if you said earlier in this conversation, I'm prepared to live the rest so that I can live comfortably and other people cannot risk the potential of getting sick, I will never go outside again. <laughs> I will never see my family again. <laughs> I might as well just did the crown with the Jeff for all that. I'm not. I'm not exposing myself to danger either, though. I'm not. I'm not doing unnecessary stuff. You don't have to catch me in no club yet. <laughs> nah, you're there's li- some stuff we're gonna retire. You're 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 presenting this world where you never join society again. While also not being vaxxed. It's doable. Okay. You don't think it's doable? Are you with I mean, with the right precautions, man. Are you I'm the right precautions? You this stuff <laughs> this fool over here talking about right precautions. <laughs> when he, he's had months to do the right precautions. I'm sure there's some right precautions of how to prepare feces for human consumption. <laughs> but I wouldn't. <laughs> you know what this is coming down to? If we if we break down this complex thing to something, something very simple, it's just getting, coming down to I really don't like being told what to do. Yeah, that's true. You know? It, when if I really look at it, it from a from a, a different POV, am I looking at myself? Yeah, I just don't like being told what to do, and I li- I don't like how hard you're pushing to tell me what to do. It makes me not want to trust it. Yeah, but you also pay your taxes because I see the consequences of that. Okay, and I know, and I, and I, I know okay. you're going. I know you're All going. Right. I know you're going. All right. So going, there's right? like right. six hundred thousand conse- <laughs> examples of the consequences. Of people thinking that they're smarter than the people telling them what to do. But, you know, cook. Do what you need to do in this conversation to prove that you're you're also uh, taking the 600,000 people to heart. So you brought up taxes, right? Mm-hmm. You're right. There's a foreseeable consequence. There's But there's also research. There's also, like, there's somebody that, that who's, who's accountable, right? And... A lot of that isn't really with the vaccine industry. Like you can't, like you can't even sue them if this if it's messed up. You can't really. They're telling you to do this, and now that we're saying we're cool, we'd rather wait. They're making it a bigger thing, and I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with taxes, but like I get, we have no other choice, and that's that. Like the 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 outcome is you lose money and you lose like no, you a lot of other. Go things. off the grid. Have some. Offshore bank account. See, you don't want to live your truth, you know, <laughs> which don't. is someone who the laws just don't apply to. And oh. I just think that you should really apply yourself so that not only are you non-vax, but you don't pay taxes. You don't wear seatbelts. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know why you're wearing a seatbelt. Is it for comfort? Do you like how it cradles your neck? It seems obtrusive that you have to wear a seatbelt. 
Yeah, this isn't this isn't a good day for arguments for me. I don't think I think my <laughs> my moon is not in the right right Jupiter setting. I don't think I think the rhinestone of Earth isn't really in my favor today. <laughs> <laughs> so we are getting cooked by arguments that I don't even believe. Listen, I I know that you're just gonna do whatever. Um, if I really wanted to be like hardball you and just say like, hey man, I don't feel comfortable with you. Like not being vaxxed, so you like you go to that uh, that show in August by yourself, man, man. Mm. Uh, Dr. Schultz, his comedy show. Yeah, and uh, you know, hit me back up when you you want to. Uh, you want me to feel comfortable around you, but right. you know. Like that would hurt. Yeah. What would you do if that if that happened? Oh, you know, I'd I'd say it hurt, and then I'd buy me a bottle of something and go to the concert alone. Okay. And just get drunk at the concert to take an Uber back. I don't like. You feel me? It would hurt. Don't get me wrong. My emotions would like. I would be like, damn. I wanted to watch this comedy show with my brother. I think he liked this comedian. I'd love to have a, a, a back and forth about this person. Um, but I understand your feelings, and I'm not going to dismiss them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to respect. I'm going to respect you, and therefore, if you can't go, I have wasted a ticket. But. There's plenty of liquor in the world, and so I'll just get drunk and enjoy my time as much as I can without my big bro, and go home. And that's the night. Yeah. Are you Are you wearing a mask between your yeah. sips of Clavenstein alcohol? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully there's no right. Right. Hopefully there's nobody around us. Um, but I guess I'd have to. Right. Like I'd have to. Like is. But I'm willing to make that sacrifice. I'm willing to wear the uncomfortable mask. Mm-hmm. Mind you, because I haven't wore the mask at all, really, because I'm always home. But I'm, to go out, sure, I wear a mask. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I like. <laughs> we we literally set a parameter for you to be like, I'm gonna join society, and you're like, Yeah, I'm probably not gonna join society. And then we we <laughs> far so far. Gone through every permutation of that, and then I reminded you, "Hey, you've already said I want to join society on this date." <laughs> Did he? I, this was I literally have to. I have to disclose what's happening to my wife. You've, you've you've created an international incident in my own house. What? By being like, yeah, I know we wanted to invite our Tavis over to like see the house and all that, and you know. We're not trying to punish him or anything, but he's even trying to be like, like one foot away at a comedy show, and you know he's gonna take that mask off, Mel. What should I do? <laughs> you know he's gonna be like, yeah, man. The comedian's gonna have a great joke about not wearing a mask. Tape's gonna spike his own mask. Do some front flips in the fucking aisle. Yes, yes, that is me. You damn right. You're not gonna. I ain't gonna front. I'm very. Uh, what's that word? Impressionable. So that co- comedian might have said one word about the mask. I just said fuck this shit. Fight. <laughs> but for you, I'll, I'll 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 fight the urge. I don't know, bro. Like this is very complicated, man. This is why this vax talk conversation is turning into like 
sports. Like you can't bring that shit up around strangers. <laughs> like everybody has an opinion. Everybody's like upset, and everybody has a right. Um, but you know, I I just pray for us, man. But on other news, here's a question: Since you know, Mel has been thrown into the sky, I'd like to ask. Can you ask a girl to take a pic of you and your favorite artist or like someone you're uh, you like fan of? Um, would you ask Mel to take that picture for you? This was brought on by uh, the Breakfast Club, young, uh, a dude named Young Shiner. So you're saying so the parent like the the scenario you're speaking of is like you're at like someone's show either to meet a greet or afterwards and you say, hey, I'd love right. to take a picture and you ask your significant other if uh, they could take a picture of just you and the artist. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So this is not like, oh, we're both big fans. We're on either side. This is just literally like, it also presupposes that this, this your partner isn't a fan or they wouldn't want to get in the picture or. Right. I thought that was odd too. Okay. Why can't she join the picture? But you're right. Yeah. I, like, apparently it's, it's. Because it's, it's the scope of a rapper, right? So I guess it's a dude asking another rapper god that he likes, like, hey, can, can I take a picture of you? Okay. Uh, yeah. It adds a little, but not enough for this conversation. I'm going to say uh, most people, well, one, I'm outside of the realm of, the, of this conversation. Right. You're right. In, yeah. Uh, if only because, you know, the things and people that, I uh, I get behind or I, I hang I, I, I try to in, indulge myself in is usually like a shared thing. Mm. <laughs> so there's there's and also I'm you know I'm not shy. I just have been um, I've assimilated past the the need to uh, like take a memoriam picture of something unless it's like like a something very specific um right like seeing a a comedian from my childhood or anything but i will say um because it's awkward at the end of the day it's the real question isn't like oh can you take a picture with like have your partner take a picture of someone it's can you (laughs) Is your relationship on such a solid ground that um, the idea of you being geeked out about somebody is offensive <laughs> or not? And then, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, subsequently, if it's someone that like you have a little artist crush on, does that the, the how much disclosure, how much uh, discussion has there been about that person within those frameworks? Um, and I think that's like, you know, I think there's many layers to it. I think there's a lot of people who like a lot of people who they express something that's just like, all right, I want to be this person. 
right? I want to be this artist that I'm meeting. So I'm really excited. And I really want, like, they're a part of my identity. And there's some people who are just like, um, I'm a friendly person and I know this is going to be good on IG. <laughs> right. And then there's some people who are just like, uh, I'm going to do this even though I know it's going to make my partner mad. <laughs> just, the, oh, wow. just, just knowing how they react to something is not going to be pleasurable afterwards, but I got to get this pick. Um, hmm. And the real dynamic that one would hope for is um, having someone in their their lives, their partner, kind of understand uh, how life works, <laughs> how like most <laughs> interactions with quote unquote celebrities or people that you uh, uh, appreciate are um, false. Mm-hmm. As yep. as are the intera- uh, is a, as is that person's persona, especially like interacting with fans, and okay. that the relationship, if it can't withstand a person being interested in the smallest Go capacity. Ahead. And being next to another person in a picture probably isn't the healthiest. I'm not going to say good or bad or indifferent. Mm-hmm. Just seems really something dependent, codependent, something. Right. There's other, other things to discuss <laughs> while you're being yelled at for taking a picture with an artist. Well, well said. That is very true. <clears throat> I, I almost was worried to, to ask you this question. I told you off mic. I was worried because you're not an insecure dude. So this, this wouldn't even. This is like water on a seal's back. It would have just re- rolled off. Well, I and I, I, I think the great philosopher Chris Rock said it best, and that you're not planting no flags nowhere. Just in every aspect of a person's history, you're not point. There's no untilled soil in a person, like especially now. I'm sure that like there was an out there, like if this was the '50s and like, oh my wife is geeked out about taking a picture with Jerry Lewis. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was some gender inequality that caused her to one be so excited about Jerry Lewis and also to not disclose her history with you as little as it could be I'm sure there was like very small gaps in people being able to be not with their husbands or future husbands according to like you know um like the fifties and stuff, but yeah, it's, it's, it's 
it's true. I don't know where these people are becoming so retrograde that they can't take pick. Like it sounds like that was the the result of a fight. <laughs> that inquiry, <laughs> and I just can't. I can't. I can't believe in in with people who both grew up with like cable television and the internet with 50% divorce rates with, um, you know, just like so much media that, (laughs) that explicitly says being jealous, not a good look. Right. (laughs) Where these people come from out there, uh, out there rocks up from underneath and just being like, well, if my girlfriend wants to take a picture. <laughs> where So have to go through me first. Yeah. Where does that come from? Uh, possession. That's what my mind went to. People, people feel entitled to control because they feel that they possess you. They own you. Um, yeah. They have some say. Yeah, that's... That's fair if they, you know, paying some bills or <laughs> they signed a, a signed contract. They're secretly a demon of some sort. I could see that. Um, but yeah, I, unless you're what's his name who owned the Clippers. <laughs> uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, uh, I almost said James. That was another. That was the next guy. Uh, <laughs> Those were the what ones. was his name? He was at Sterling, Donald Sterling. Yeah, I mean, there there's people who have different types of relationships with people, and then they get, you know, rich enough to say it and hope that nobody, everybody signs the proper non disclosure agreements uh, so that everything can stay on the low and low and they keep the, the thing. He's doing fine. He got two bill. That's fine. Um, yeah. I yeah well, I don't know. I think I understand jealousy, just because I, it, like. Do you get jealous? Not to interrupt you. Hold your thought. Continue your thought. I ask you in a second. I don't get jealous because I'm looking for help. You know, I'm not pushing <laughs> for any relationship other than the one I got. But for people. And not to like idealize any relationship because they're all hard. It's just work, you know. It's like right. a paper route, but emotionally. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. I just you know when you see someone light up when they interact with somebody else, uh, I think that's really cool. I think that's really important for people to have different not looks but like just like people in their lives that you give them a charge give them an energy because like for any that for that to be any one person that that one disqualifies a lot of experiences um but it also is uh, a lot of pressure on that person you're putting everything on um and then it's also and, and it's jealousy is situational. From my from my uh, 
perspective, if only because it's just like, well, do you want someone to be a hundred percent jealous? Like, who's that lady you talking to? Who? Why is she giving you money? Why are you kissing her on the cheek? And she's like, that's my mom. Like, <laughs> there's so many things that people go to for like go to other people for that if you put it all out there just on like the steps of it and just what everything means it would be like oh that's very intimate you have a very intimate relationship with someone that like you uh go to advice for or oh you like that's your your homie that you like going to like you know dancing with or whatever and mm-hmm. uh, it's not that you're not disclosing anything to someone if you don't like truly express what those those people and the emotions that they garner give you. But to think that people don't have those relationships with people that aren't you just because you're in a relationship with them or whatever would be the source of the jealousy is it's not even kind to yourself. Like jealous. If you're jealous, you are, you're being insecure for two people. (laughs) If if not more, you're bringing in a lot of baggage to someone who like, you know, if, if things aren't going the way you want them, yeah, sure. Like you have that discussion and maybe things aren't, uh, ever going to be up to your liking a hundred percent but like it's it's almost impossible to manage your own emotions half the time we have so much going on from like past traumas to just like how we see the world ego insecurity mm-hmm. you've got so much going on to try to do that for somebody else and try to like put parameters on that that aren't just you know strictly to what you agreed early in the relationship or with some uh, <laughs> some uh, subsequent uh, discussions. You're you're killing the vibe for everybody. So you're saying it it so it should be okay that other entities can create that excitement in your partner beyond yourself? Absolutely. Dog, it could just be pure um, depression. (laughs) 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 It could just be like low self-esteem on my part. But like in many ways, I think most people don't have this perspective, but in many ways... I know I'm not enough. You're definitely the one percent. You're definitely one percent. You're definitely. But go ahead. Go ahead. One percenter. I'm not. I'm not enough to provide everything that I want someone to have, and and um, I'm not everything that one can experience. Uh, that doesn't mean I want to like push somebody out the window <laughs> to, to do whatever they need to do to experience a different life. Um, mm-hmm. But it would be um, 
it wouldn't be accurate to even my relationship with myself to expect me to hit all these markers of what I think uh, this person needs or anybody needs. I think for me personally, I know I'm really like intuitive and kind and um, that's, that's, those are my skills. Those are my talents. Um, not the best with money. <laughs> I'm not the best. I'm good at setting boundaries, but I'm, I'm bad at pushing through them to give people a chance. Uh, I'm very obsessive at times that it creates bad time management stuff. I have some things that I need to work on, sure, but there's just a lot of things that I know about myself that just comes with the package. And um, it would be, a, it, it would, for me to also add jealousy on that, <laughs> now I'm, I'm messing all my stuff up. If I want to add jealousy to like, you know, not having a car. Now I'm a dude who's jealous who doesn't have a car. I can't even spy on somebody thinking that they <laughs> messing around up behind my back. <laughs> Busting an Uber. Yeah. I'm over here running the meter. $50 are you cheating on me with Mark situation. Oh my God! To be a taxi driver when a guy jumps in your car and says, "Follow that car! Follow that, car. Follow that woman!" But also, is my face symmetrical enough for someone to love me? Tell me, Mister Taxi Driver. <laughs> Tell me, am I losing my mind? Uh, because I've, I've, I've clearly have. I'm asking a stranger to follow another stranger. That's yeah. That's that's. I, wow, that was insightful. Um, just in terms of like partnerships and. And that in that regard, you know, because it's 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 I'm not going to lie to you um, to it for for uh, for a male, I, I should say, it, you know, with our pride and ego, it's, it's it feels like it'd be hard for us to admit we're not we're, we're not enough um, for our partners to get everything they need. And when um, and then you add on to what you said it's not fair to even ourselves to put that pressure on us. Mm -hmm. But that, uh, it's such a societal thing because that society tells us the opposite. And it like society would call that theory, theology, cuckish, the cuckold, the, the cuck stuff. And I'm just <laughs> cuck a little loop. <laughs> As you do. And, and and it's funny because ideally, ideal, ideally, um, I can never get that word out. I'm trying to say it for like two weeks. Um, but ideal, ideally, ideal. Why can't I say it right? I, is it ideal and Lee? Ideally, whatever. That is actually where we should be going towards. In our <laughs> right, like in relationships, like we should, it we should, I guess, redefine what cuck is, uh, because. My understanding of cup was, or part of it was, giving your your partner what they wanted, mm -hmm. and so 
that sounds what this one percent theory that you're throwing out there is is like accepting that you're not everything that, that your partner um is is wanting or needing so therefore letting her go out and get that is a part of the partnership is a part of the relationship not trying to do it all yourself uh yeah well i think a lot of that um that that frame of referencing still puts it in a very like masculine terms you know i let my partner do things because i'm an elevated man I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's, I, you know, it's people's relationships are their own business unless it becomes uh, violent. And then obviously there's, there's a, there's a difference. Um, but I, I think there, there to, to be a hundred percent, I think all relationships are just agreements, right? And if you, you you put it in that framework, and then it just becomes like like sports, you know, like <laughs> like I agree to send this role player and two second rounders for this. It's all negotiation, and that's not supposed to diminish it or anything and i don't even want to put it in like a capitalistic framework but we are to each other what we express and and what we value um to make things work as well as it can and i think a huge part of that isn't even um isn't even coming to grips with like regular uh, relationship things, which is like, you know, uh, fidelity and, and, um, you know, shared finances and, and cohabitability. It's coming to grips with, uh, with truly being of service to another person, truly being, um, either a fan of somebody or or truly like of of living for someone is, I guess, my goal in a relationship. Uh, not as like <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind. Hey, how you doing? I saw you from the other room. Can I live for you? Kind of thing. <laughs> but. I, you 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 reach that point in the relationship where you're just like, oh, this is my family. What what do I have to do to make sure my family's good? To make sure that they they feel supported. And you know, I think a lot of people have had questions just about themselves and their place in the world and what they want out of it. And I don't know how many relationships feel like the most nurturing for those questions or to find those answers for those questions. And I don't even think it's required of every relationship to kind of, you know, be as forthcoming about 
things that might just be hypo, you know, hypothetical. They could just be like, oh, this is just what's in my brain. Uh, you know, whether it's attraction or if it's just like, I want to go live in the woods. And then you have a discussion about living in the woods. I just think that mm -hmm. completely eliminating any possibility with anybody about anything is, is, um, it's just not where I saw society going <laughs> for, for us to be able to like have to go from dial up to, uh, fiber optics. I didn't think that the information or the social norms would still be back in 1980. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're just getting together and then breaking up terribly or having a divorce was like the pinnacle <laughs> <laughs> yeah that shit happens every day now b <laughs> it's a new one every day and they're getting bigger um yeah i mean we're pushing up on an hour uh i don't i don't wanna uh i'll be getting nervous with my equipment I can't wait to buy real mics. Yeah. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Can't wait to get shit making me nervous, nigga. Um nah, but this was a great talk. Especially we we jumped into relationships, which was um something I didn't plan for at all. And um Yeah, I guess I guess the the moral of the story here uh is is oh it, I mean just to add well, let me say the moral. The moral of the story is to, um, you know, to go into a relationship that, you know, fits you, but understanding that not everybody was taught love the same way. And so kind of meeting people where they're at and seeing how we can grow from there is kind of the only way to go, right? Like, not to expect we all watch the same pretty woman love story. Uh, yeah. Well, also just, you know, realizing that uh, both relationships and romantic comedy and media uh, are tools of capitalism um, <laughs> and in as much the devil and if we really <laughs> want to be free to uh, indulge in things that challenge us and change our perspectives uh, slowly but surely but yeah I think <laughs> I think you're right uh, well as always, it's, it's a pleasure to have you, OJ. Um, um, you you bring a, a, a nice fresh air to the to the studio that is us, us individuals with our own equipment for the world to to listen to. You know, world the world's very own. You got a story. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I guess I'll, I guess I'll pick the music this time around, unless you want to throw me a song for next time. But uh. As always, like I said before, <laughs> uh, as always, listeners and storytellers, it's all love. Appreciate you for listening. Appreciate you for taking the time. Um, I love you. They love you. We all love each other in our dreams. And we'll get there one day in reality. Take it away, boys. <laughs> nah, this is, this is You Got a Story. I'm your host, Ultimate Motherfucker T. Y'all be good. What? Now listening to They Reminisce Over You by Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth. <laughs>
I reminisce for a spell Or shall I say think back yeah. 22 years ago to keep it on track uh -huh. The birth of a child on the 8th of October like A toast But my granddaddy came sober Crazy Count man. all the fingers and the toes Now I suppose you hope the little black boy grows yeah. 18 yeah. years younger than my mama uh -huh. But I really got beaten with the girl loved drama yeah. In single parenthood there I stood By the time she was 21 had another one yeah. This one's yeah. a girl what? Let's name a Pam Same father as the first but you don't give a damn Irresponsible, plain not thinking Papa said chill, but the brother keep winking Still he won't down, you will tear out your hide On your side while the baby make us slide But mama got wise to the game The youngest of five kids, hun, here it is After ten years without no spouse Mama's getting married in the house Listen, positive over negative For the woman a master Mother queens rise in the chapter Deja vu, tell you what I'm gonna do When they reminisce over you, my God Rockin' Pops liver, yeah. but you can never say that as life is through. Uh -huh. Five kids uh -huh. at 21 believe he got a right to. Right. Here we go while I check the scene with the Portuguese lover at the age of 14. The same age, front page, no fuss, but I bet you all you know they live longer than us. Right. Never been seen now, that's where you're wrong. Uh -huh. But give the man a taste and he's gone. Not off sleep to a jazz tune. I can hear his head banging on the wall in the next room. I get the pillow and hope I don't wake him. Yeah. For this man yeah. to cuss, hear it all in verbatim. Uh -huh. Telling me how to raise my boy unless he's taking over. I said, Pop, maybe when you're older. We laughed all night about the hookers at the party. My old man standing yelling, Good God Almighty. Use your condom, take sips of the brew. When they reminisce over you, for real. Now disconnected from You Got a Story podcast.